for how many turns? Just one right away. 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 Just one right away. Just one right away. Hey, Steve, do you want to, for the very last time ever, well, not ever, yeah, ever, well, not talk, ever. A, talk about an individual episode of Mad Men? Right, an individual, okay, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. I, to be fair, though, I think we should have one more episode after this one. I think you're right. We were, we were to have Cliff Dunn, who may still make it. He may still make it. He may still make it into this episode, um, but uh, he may not, because yeah. he's had technical issues. Let's just say that. His uh, phone is boned. His phone is just, yeah, something he can't. I guess the mic isn't working or something, which makes it really difficult to record audio. It's true. Uh, it's true. So he won't be, uh, well, he may be joining us. It depends if it gets it to fit. I sent him yeah. the phone numbers to call into Zoom. So we, okay. we may hear him on a landline. Okay. Um, but if he doesn't make it, that's fine. But he will uh, come back for next when week. we do, we'll do a wrap or up. Next, whenever. Yeah. Next, whenever. Next, whenever. Exactly. I can't say we'll, we'll next week because technically we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know. know. We know. We have no it idea. It will come. It will, it will come. come. Uh, just drink check. What do you have? I'm just having a tea. I sh- mm. I, I do have do have some uh, wild turkey in, in oh, the yes. house. So I mean, you know, I could I could do that, but <laughs> I'm having an old fashioned. Uh, just why not? That's what I should have had, but I I'm not that forward thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, there's there's got to be some kind of humanities joke that I can make, but I'm I don't sure know there it, is. But I don't know um, what it is because I didn't do enough humanities stuff no, in school. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I have a minor in history. Uh, <laughs> I have a minor in Atlantic Canada studies. So, you know, really, I didn't even know that was a thing. There's one university that has it, and, and that's where the you one did your undergrad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to Sterling Cooper, David, Steve. It's the se- the series, not the, just the season, but the series finale uh, of Mad Men, uh, season yep. seven, episode fourteen, "Person to Person," which aired on. May 17th, 2015, uh, which I remember very well. Uh, one of the reasons I remember it so well, besides the fact that it was like, you know, the finale. I used to watch this show PVR'd right after my wife went to bed because she never liked the show. So I right. would wait and then I watched it. And I think we can get at the fact that you pretty much called the ending two episodes ago. Uh-huh. Uh, and I called the ending myself partway through season four while watching this. I never told anybody about it. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. There's been tons of it. Uh, so there you are. And uh, we'll talk about the episode. Uh, it's a little longer than normal. And I want everybody to be forewarned. I may actually become a little bit emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed doing this. And this yeah, me is too. all meant, me too. Meant, meant a lot to me. Me too. So I'll just say that. I'm doing uh, this just so that I could do a podcast with you. That well, was the gee. whole point. Oh, gee, thank you. That's very kind. Like you, you started talking about doing a Mad Men podcast, and I yes. went, well, I want to do a podcast with Dave, so I'll volunteer to do it. Yeah, it was good so, that you did that. Yeah, so so it was just to do something with you. That's, well, that, you know, see, we collaborated. And, that's, you know, the opportunity presented itself, so I took it. The kids today call that a collab, I think. Yes, a collab. They call that a collab. Uh, we open on Don Draper, or is he Dick Whitman right now? He's kind of a bit of both. Yep. Um, they're kind of merging those personalities, which I think is yeah. part of the point, the point of the whole series, <laughs> uh, driving the hell out of a 1970 Chevelle SS. Damn. That's a car. Yeah, I know. Uh, though the choice of calling it SS is a strange choice 30 years after. Yeah, what it is. It is a kind of weird thing. Um, you know, yeah, at it's, least it's not stylized. Yeah. Into could the lightning worse. bolts. They could be accusing using runes. Yeah. It could you know, be worse. um, 
because uh, as you probably know uh mm-hmm. kiss kiss had that problem they had kiss had that problem because because they have the runes the, the two s's in their name kiss yep um not that they're nazis of course because you know gene simmons is jewish He's and jew yeah <laughs> lost a whole members lot of in, in, in the, the holocaust. holocaust so you know it's like yeah you know it, it's kind of like when people call that guy uncle roger racist the yeah. guy who reviews people doing egg fried rice. It's like, he's yeah. from Malaysia. He's yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uncle Roger later lately. Uh, my dad had a Chevelle, about a 64 Chevelle that right. I apparently loved. And I used to put my head on the, on the floor and listen to the, I was very, very little and listen to the, the, to yeah. the engine. And um, apparently flames came out of the exhaust. I don't know what my dad did to it. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So, but I guess Don's their test driver for these guys trying to break some kind of speed record. They're not going to yep. obviously break the land speed record because that's held by the blue flame at the Bonneville Salt Flats. Yep. But it's probably for, you know, they're probably going for like an eight, you know, I don't know, a V8 stock record yeah. or something. Who knows, yeah. right? Um, but they want to go to Bonneville to, to break some kind of record. And in the background, we hear Hello, I Love You by The Doors, which mm-hmm. is a great song until you listen to the lyrics, which is the truth yeah. about almost every Doors song. Yes. They're almost all about men stalking women. Yep. Or very close killing to sexually, you know, sexually, you know, killing people or, or, you know, sexually assaulting people. There's a lot of that in, yep. I like Doors music, but the idea that Jim Morrison is some great poet is not one that I. No, no. Know. As, as somebody who studies poetry. Yes, that's why I was freaking it up. I'm, 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 I'm not going to say that Jim Morrison is some great poet. Yeah. Uh, he thought he was. Um, yeah, and his fans think he is too. Oh yeah! Like, oh, again, yeah. I I have no problem with the Doors. No, nor do I. I like the Doors actually. But they were my favorite the, band when I was in high school. Yeah, and it, and it, for me, it, it's more about the music. Like Riders on a Storm mm. is just sort of listening to the music. Oh, killer song! You know, um, sit, sitting in the dark with your headphones on, the best. You know, and and I'm not even thinking about the lyrics. No, because you know, because if you, you do. <laughs> As you point out, (laughs) they're all creepy. uh, You know, at least Gene Simmons says they're not writing poetry. Yeah. To be fair to Gene Simmons, he says it's just rock and roll. We're not writing poetry. And that's a fair point. And that's a fair point. Uh, Jim Morrison, however, thought he was writing poetry. Yep. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so Don's there and he wants to, uh, you know, he's, he's, He's traveling across the country. He's he's carowacking, you know, basically. Yes, basically. Yeah. He's he, he's become a beatnik. Yeah. He's you know, become like everything he derided, which is exactly. awesome. Exactly. I love it. Uh, no, he's on the road. Yeah. Right. Literally. We yeah. head back to, uh, meanwhile, back at McCann Erickson. Uh, I love the fact that Meredith says, I translated your speech into Pig Latin. <laughs> And see, I don't, I have, again, I, I'm still of the opinion that Meredith's way smarter than we, than everybody oh, gives yeah, credit oh, for. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm certain she did this just on a, like on a lark. Like it was like, yeah. you know what? He, like, he said that and I'm just going to do it and see what he does. Let's see if I can do it. Let's, let's see if I can do it. This is like a test to see if I can do it. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Uh, and then uh, the uh, Caroline says, I've arranged for that package to be delivered to the Stanhope. You know, the package with the luggage. And you know, yeah. he says, she knows about Marie. Everybody knows about Marie. And then, then <laughs> Meredith says, she's Megan's mother. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, there's a whole thing running throughout it, you know, that, of someone saying that uh, she thinks Dawn's in a better place. And yeah. everybody always thinks that he's dead. And she's like, no, there's better places than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Because I, I know, but I don't know about you, but when my father died, people would, 
nobody said that to me, but people said it generally. Yeah. People, people yeah. who know me know not to do that to me. Yeah. But I, I was thinking, no, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to hear that here. Um, uh, is he dead? No, I think we would have heard about that. <laughs> Roger and Roger doesn't need two secretaries. And, you know, she's going to, he's going to get rid of Meredith. Yeah. Meredith. yeah. And, uh, she does again say there's a lot of better places than than, than here. Um, yep. And she says, "I, you know, I always land on my feet." Yep. <laughs> and I, I bet she. I, I have a feeling Meredith is probably running some company at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a smart woman and she knows how to play the game, right? So yep. I, I really like big, 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 big fan. Yeah, me too. Yep. Um. Oh, they took Stan and Peggy off Chevalier Blanc. That's which is. Peggy's whole idea and Peggy pulls a little power move. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you call David? <laughs> Who's some guy? I don't know. Yeah. Some creative director, I guess. Uh and uh I think I know I don't know what you but I noticed here that Stan's starting to look he's gained a lot of weight in the last couple of episodes. He That's is. gotta be padding. Yeah. And he's looking rough. He is. Yeah. He's I don't really think rough. Stan's happy and I think Stan is drinking too much. I think you're right. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, he's drinking and he's, and of course, Stan's been high since season five. So. True. That's, that's true too. So there's also that. Um, now, Don wakes up with the woman from the opening scene um, and she took his wallet uh, and, if, and she, you know, he confronts her about it and she says, you know, haven't you ever paid for it? And he said, I have, but voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, people think that. You might think that that's an odd thing that he's gone to prostitutes, even the, even Don Draper. But it turns out, uh, if you look at the Kinsey report from 1948, about one in three American men had been to a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. This is um, I also a couple of weeks ago. I gave a guest lecture at a class on mm-hmm. uh, Keith Douglas, the World War II poet, mm-hmm. and what, one of, one of the things, one of his poems. Um, uh, called Cairo Jag talks about um, cutting a piece of cake, which is slang for going to a prostitute. Yeah. And I pointed out to the class that the British Army yeah. set up authorized brothels. Yeah. Um, not because they encouraged men to have sex, but they didn't want them to get sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. Because then they had to go to the hospital and took them off the front lines. So. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's the same, no, it's harm reduction. It's the same idea of safe injection sites. It's like, we exactly. don't condone this, but you know, it'd be better if you didn't die. So yeah, exactly. Which reminds me of one of my favorite pieces of world war II literature, a piece of cake. Piece of cake is good. I oh, like it. So good. You, you've seen the, the TV. I North have. Yeah. Oh, not so not in a while, but I have seen it. I've got it somewhere. Maybe I'll rip it and send it to you. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. Um, it was on YouTube. I don't know if it still is. Oh, it might be still there. Yeah. Um, whose ring is that? She says, um, and uh, he has, so he, what he's got is he's got money and Anna's ring. He, yeah. That's the only things that matter to him. He's, he's, we see later that his luggage is a JC penny bag. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's, I don't know how he's getting money other than his wallet. So he must be getting yeah. wired to various banks. Probably. You could, do, you could do that back then. Like today, you just have a bank card. It wouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then we see John and Richard. I kind of like Richard here in a way, yeah. even though he's still slimy. Yeah. Um, and he probably don't. I, I have a feeling he hangs out with Donald Trump's father. I think so. Yeah. Um, and it, most of his behavior in this scene is cocaine driven, but yeah. I still like it. I still like the way I like yeah. the character. I don't like him as a person because I yeah. find him exactly the opposite of what I think a man should act like. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, and cocaine driven people or people on amphetamine, things like that, they're a lot of fun until you challenge them, right? Like yeah. they'll, they'll throw money at you and have a good time until you say, I want to go home. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a, well, my first year psychology professor, he said, you know, you know, when people are upset and in movies, they in, somebody will slap them in order to, to, to snap them into place. He said, mm. he said, don't do that because the chances are they'll punch you back. <laughs> <Hit> you back. <laughs> be the first thing I do be the first thing I do. Uh, Joan's description of cocaine. It feels like someone just gave me some very good news. Isn't it? Is, I literally use that line in neuropharmacology class. Yeah. Like I say that it's. I, I talk about the scene and of course all the whole class rolled their eyes and go, Oh good. Another madman reference. Mm. And then I show that. Then I say, look guys, come on. All my screen backgrounds are madmen. Yeah. You, you, you should know this is coming. Yeah, yeah. What you really say is, yeah, this is going to be on the quiz bitches. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bonus question. Who was, who was Jones sleeping with at the time? Um, yeah. And he says you should be spoiled. It's the it's the classic yeah. thing of man. It's like what Roger in early on with the birdcage and the whole man thing. Man taking care of her and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, that's a hard thing to get out of your head, by the way. I mean, you probably it know is. that too. Oh, it's yeah. really hard Trust to me. remove that socialization. Trust me. I've been doing, trying to do it for the last 35 <laughs> years. And every <laughs> once in a while, it still comes up. I just think to myself, damn, you're better than this, Steve. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. You think, oh, this is my job. It's like, no, it's not. No. That's an adult woman. You can. Yeah. She yeah, can, that, yeah, she can take care of herself. Just, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you though, Greenwood does play a guy who's just oh, done yeah, a bump yeah, yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've, he is great. He's so good. Uh, your life is undeveloped property, and there's a hell of a view. That's yeah. gross, but a really good line. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, no, he Greenwood is great. He play, he play. You know, he plays this role so well. It's really, really good. Um, uh, we get Pete, Peggy, and Harry are going out for lunch. Yep, uh, you know. Uh, and then, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harry says, you know who I was supposed to go to lunch with? <laughs> He's such a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he acts like with the three musketeers. We've never had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to Harry, they're kind of like the last ones left, right? They really are. You know, yeah. so you can kind of see why he might be kind of nostalgic, right? Because, I mean, that's that part of part Which, of, of course, calls, is, calls back yeah, to season one like, and it's Harry exactly, being affected, of course. Yeah, I mean that's that's being done on purpose, but it is good. Um, I like when Pete says to, to to Peggy, "Keep it up, you'll be a creative director by 1980," which is only ten years from then. Um, yep. And she says it seems so long from then, but of course it would. Um, someday people are going to brag that they worked with you. That's a really that's nice a thing line. to say. That's a great line. Yeah, it really is, and probably true. It probably is true, right? Because Peggy's going to be well, she's kind of an amalgam of a lot of people from that yeah. era, you know, but yeah, I think, I think that, you know, people would brag that they worked with her. Like they bragged yeah. that they worked with Mary Wells, things like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. I, th I think the only thing that would make it better is if he had said something like people will pretend they pretended they worked with that. Her. That would be even better. <laughs> that would be <laughs> even better. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. But that's, but that is a great line, you know, cause yeah, you know, again, and you know, it, you know, as much as I dislike Pete, it shows a little bit of car character. Development, yeah, he, and right? he has, he's got a little bit of maturity. I mean, it's not yeah. a lot. <laughs> But he's, and there was only one way to go on that scale. Yeah. Uh, but he has some now and it's kind of nice. And she says, he says, what am I supposed to say to something like that? And, and uh, she says that he says, I don't know. No one's ever said that to me <laughs> and no one ever will, buddy. No. Uh, and then she says a thing like that. And it's yeah. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the first time when I go, oh, geez, when I'm yeah. watching the show. 
Yep. <laughs> it's it's really nice. Uh it's it is nice. It's as you say in our document here, even though Pete, you know, probably becomes Jeff Bezos. Yep. <laughs> it's it's still That's my guess. That's yeah, my guess. It's it's a, probably not a bad one. Uh, Don's on the phone with Sally. Uh, this is the first of the three phone calls in, mentioned in the title. Uh, yep. And he's calling the women in his life. None of those women are named Megan. Nope. Uh, and he tells her that he's he went to Bonneville and he saw them break the, the land speed record, which was broken by the Blue Flame, which I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, all the little boys read the Guinness Book of Records. Yep. And okay, good. So that wasn't yep, just me and my friends. Nope. And we all knew about the Blue Flame. Yep. Because it went 623 miles an hour. That's a thousand kilometers an hour. I know. I know. It's insane. In a car. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool looking piece of gear. I I saw, I saw a thing about it on um, wide world of sports at one point. Right. It was pretty awesome. And it's October 23rd that happened. So Mm -hmm. we're getting close to Halloween, which we've seen from office decorations. Yeah. It's clear, clearly near Halloween. Yep. (laughs) I like when in Sally says, well, I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I already went to high school, her father <laughs> says, which is exactly what I would say. Um, and then she says, I'm not supposed to tell you uh, yeah. that she's sick. And Don, I mean, his immediate reaction is the reaction that he would normally have, which is your mother's yeah. a hypochondriac. Yeah. Uh, and then you see, this is where you see the two of them are so good in this scene because they're not even in the same room when they're acting, no, right? Exactly. Like, you know, so watching their faces change as they hear these things being read to them is really powerful. And, uh, and he's really good, you know, and he, he just, he, he goes from being Dick Dawn (laughs) to now I'm Don Draper again, you know, don't worry. You're all going to come live with me. And then she says, let me finish. I thought about this more than you have. Damn. I love Sally. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's, it's really, uh, really striking that, 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 that her, her maturity, um, and then she says, you know, do you, do you understand I'm betraying her confidence? Um, yeah. Uh, mirroring Henry. Yeah. Cause I don't even Henry know she knows her. I don't even know that she knows that expression. So no, that's, exactly. that's the beauty that's of it. And it's an yeah. episode before too. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not being uh, dramatic. Please take me seriously. Yeah. That's, that's pretty important there. Um, and you're right. She knows what, as you say in our document here, she knows that he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, yeah. and, and the fact that she mimics what Henry says is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a phone call number two and he calls Betty and that's, that's pretty powerful. Uh, you know, I talk to Sally, don't you? The two of them here, um, again, it's, it's, and it's on one of the things that's remarkable about these three phone call scenes again, is I, you have to remember that they aren't acting in front of each other. Somebody's feeding them lines. Yeah. Now it may be the same actor off camera feeding the lines. Sometimes sure. actors will do that. Yeah. But the fact that they can put in any kind of performance at all and yeah. considering the performance that Jones and ham put in here, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, please don't let your pride interfere with my wishes. She says, which is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate your intentions. I really do. Yeah, I mean, you, and yeah. Keep, keep, yeah, keep in mind too that there there are very few single fathers at this time, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, for us, yeah. hit, them going with him seems a little bit more. Normal. It seems logical. It seems yeah, like that's exactly. the call, right? Be, but at that time, no, it really wasn't. I knew one kid in one class, and like might have been grade two or three, yeah. and it's because the mom died. That was that was the right. only reason. Yeah. Like yeah. people didn't get divorced and they go live with their father. That wasn't yeah. a thing. Yeah. No. No. Yep. Exactly. 
And one of the, one of the things I like again, I like like about this show is if you if you look at January Jones, she's not wearing any makeup. Yep. And it's and and so and she looks very different without her makeup. Yeah. You know, and and so and of course that's sort of a sub a subliminal kind of thing saying we're seeing her without any kind yeah. of mask in front of her, right? Like the, the fact that the fact that that Betty's not wearing any makeup shows that what we're seeing is the real Betty. Yeah. You know, uh, finally, right? And it's yeah. taking it's 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 taken her dying. Yes. To see the real her, which is the unfortunate thing, but yeah. Yeah, and you, I mean, you always knew, as I said last week, you always knew someone was going to die. Yeah, of course. But it's so, sort of surprising that it's her. I like when she says to him, "A little, little dig, you, you not being here is part of keeping things as normal as possible." Yeah. Ooh, true though. And yep. then he just says, "Ferdy," and then she says, "I know." And he yeah. he was going to say, "I love you." Yeah. And I don't know that she wanted to hear that. No. Or she and he knew the other thing that she always wanted to hear him say was was everything's going to be okay. Yeah, and he can't say that here. No, because it's not going to be okay. She's going to no. die. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a very powerful scene, and the two of them are just so good together. There, yeah. it's uh, it's kind of great. Uh, he's also not a very good father. <laughs> no, he's not. He, he's not a very good father. <laughs> Even if he completely changes. Right. And I mean, you know. I think there's some change at the end of the episode. We see that there's something, so. something's happened to this guy, yeah. but that does still mean he's still Don Draper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and that's why Sally says, I've thought about this more than well, you. More than you have. <laughs> she, 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 she doesn't mean that my mother's death. I mean, she means yeah. how shitty of a father he is. Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> right? you know. dad, don't you remember that time when I walked in you on you screwing the neighbor lady? Exactly. Um, because I saw that. Remember, we yeah. don't speak about it anymore, but remember. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, and finally, we see Kenny. The whole band's Kenny. getting back together. I love yeah. Kenny. Um, is it for lunch with Joan? Yeah. Uh, I can't be eclipsed by plastics and packaging again. <laughs> you know, when I hear things like that, and I, I don't know about you, but like whenever I'm in an airport and I see people and they may love their jobs and that's fine. Yeah. But when I see people talking about what about the deliverables on the vertical integration of the yeah. product launch or whatever the crisis, and I th- sit there thinking, God, I made a good I- good career choice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's not my scene, man. Nope. Uh, and then you know he he wants to make this industrial film, uh, and uh, she asks about Eddie. He's a little <laughs> weird. We think there might be something wrong with him. I, Every time I see this scene, I have a different interpretation. Half the time I think, yeah, there's probably something about Eddie. Maybe yeah. Eddie's maybe Eddie's autistic. Maybe Eddie's got ADHD. Uh, you know, it could be all yeah. kind, kinds of things. Or maybe that's just Kenny being funny. I or or like I could imagine my dad saying that about me. Me too. Right. There's just something, you know, there's just something something weird about there's that. There's something kid. off about that kid, yeah. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just no, is, it's just like. Well, he does say we think there might be something wrong with him, but yeah. that's fine. But yeah, I I can imagine. I mean, my 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 when I would my, my when my folks would have friends over, my dad would always demonstrate my weird level of general knowledge about things. Yeah. Like when I was five yeah. years old, hey yeah. da- hey David, come here. Okay, yeah. ask him any flag, any country in the world, and he'd be like, okay, I got to do this again. Yeah, and I can imagine my dad saying he's a little weird, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a little off. There's something wrong there. Yeah, I was reading the newspaper at three. Yeah, me too. My my, my I said I said get along. I think I might have, might have said this before, but I yeah I forget what it was, but I said something that was like current news, yeah. and my mother looked at me. She said, 
How do you know that? It's like I read it in the newspaper. It's right here. It's like, come it's on, black and white. A, how else would you do it? <laughs> My mother talked about me yelling at how stupid people who wrote letters to the editor of the Globe and Mail were uh-huh. um, when I was five. <laughs> um, we were odd little boys, Steve. We were. Um, we, were yeah. we were. Just strange. I, uh, I, 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 warned, I warned Karen when I told her when we she, she I said, "Look, I'm a weird dude." Like you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and every every time every once in a while now i'll just say look i warned you i told you i was weird she said yeah, yeah but i didn't know i didn't realize is that weird, weird. <laughs> <It's like, "Yeesh." laughs> exactly oh beautiful yeah uh the drivers come back the team comes back don's in a hotel room and of course that hotel room and of course he's hammered yeah. um he grabs his money and he goes i'm packed and then he <laughs> Ham, now this is probably because he had an alcohol problem. So he knows yes. how to play the person who's pretending not to, trying not to be drunk when he's drunk, but he plays it so well there when he stands up, grabs that yeah. bag and kind of stumbles. Yeah. Because at first you think, no, no, I think he's, maybe he was just tired. No, yep. no, 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 he's no. hammered. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. You can drop me in LA. <laughs> and then he just stumbles. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As you note here in our document, yeah, he's hit rock, rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, you see Kevin, and whenever I think Kevin, I think it's me because he was born like a month after me, I think. Yeah. So that's kind of great. That Cheerios box, by the way, when I see that, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. These lat, the second season, sorry, second seven, season seven, seven B, whatever you want to call it. So many things now, I because they're things from 1970 and I was yeah. five. So it's yeah. like, oh, I remember that and that. And we had one of those. That was really striking to me. Um, uh, and then, you know, that's when Joan, Joan calls Peggy and says, you know, would you do some writing for me yeah. for this, this Dow industrial film? Um, I don't have time to moonlight. <laughs> and then she says, it's 1200 bucks. Well, anything for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think would be my reaction too. That's pushing 10 grand today. Yeah. For 10 pay uh, for a 10 page script. <laughs> If you're a professional writer, that's you probably bang it out in an afternoon, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So yeah, Peggy, uh, it's a good idea. Why yeah, not? I want yeah. I wanted her to do this. Yeah, so did I. Don shows up. Now, is it Anna's old place that Stephanie's at or what? I thought I think it was. So. But I thought it was. I think okay, so it's not just me. I, it's hard to tell. Uh Stephanie's there. because uh, remember she said she wanted to stay there after Anna died. So yep. I just figured she stayed there. Yeah. Um and where else? But, how how else would he find her? Yeah, that's right. right? Like I mean, how? You know, like, yeah, where else? Where you know? Even if she left her address with Megan, yeah, um, he's not talking to Megan. So, yeah. And she's her life is so transitory. Exactly right. That, so that's that address where he may not have been. So I think he just showed up on the off chance she was there. <laughs> that's right. And had because I've been drinking all night. Do you have any liquor? <laughs> um. I've been drinking beer all night. Beer all That's night. What, and you having liquor. Uh, and I've used that line before. It's yeah. one of my favorite lines of the whole series. Because it's, yeah. it's just so funny and also shows, my God, is he hit bottom. Yeah. Um, when you think that beer isn't enough for you, you need some of the hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you might have a drinking yeah. problem. Uh, and she thinks her folks have sent him. Because um, uh, she explains things to Dick. Uh, and he understands. Uh, I like non-judgmental Dick slash Don is my favorite Dick slash Don. Yeah, he's good. Because he can be a good guy. Yeah. And and, and not because judgmental version of him, while he can sometimes have some great lines like to the beatniks, no, you can't go out there, yeah. is still a dick 
line. Whereas yeah. that's like, no, no, it's okay. Okay. So that you, you don't have the kid. Okay, cool. No, no, I wasn't sitting here by anybody. I just want to, you have any liquor? Um, <laughs> I just want booze, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm here for rye or frankly, scope. Do you have any yeah. scope? Scope. It's Listerine. Listerine. I'll Listerine take Listerine. Do you have any Pam? Um, uh, I appreciate you trying to help, help out. Uh, but I think you're the one who's in trouble. This is after, you know, and she, she says things to him, like you show up with this family heirloom, with yeah. the ring and all this, uh, you know, and she thinks that the family sent him and then she realizes, no, he's really in real, real trouble. Yeah. So, and she would recognize that. Oh yeah. Cause she's like, seen she, it. She's seen it. She's yeah. probably been there herself. Yeah. yeah it, that's, that's, I think so. Right. Cause she gave up the kid kids yeah. with her. Now the kids with her ex-boyfriend's parents. Yep. Great. The kid's going to be raised. He's going to be happy. And Dawn's not judging the fact that she did that, which is pretty great of him. Yeah. Cause that's pretty uncommon for someone to do that. Um, she's headed up to the coast. I imagine big Sur Cause that's, there was a big, re- so. there's a big retreat there. Yeah. It's still there. This, the place where they filmed this is at an actual retreat that still is yeah. active. So, yeah. uh, so I imagine it's big Sur. Uh, which is the, I believe, the name of the operating system I'm using on this Mac right now. I see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Roger and Marie are great little just palate cleansers between intense scenes. Yeah. <laughs> du Maurier, they taste like le shit. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. I haven't like, thought of Du Maurier in a long time. I'll tell you this. As somebody who used to smoke, uh, I can tell you that cigar- that Canadian cigarettes don't taste as good as American cigarettes. Yeah. They just don't. Uh, American cigarettes taste better. Canadian cigarettes are packed tighter and deliver more nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think he's actually right on that. Um, uh, like when she says, not everything is your business. <laughs> and she's yelling at him in French, uh, in, in, in Sylvia Ormond's French in air quotes. French, yeah. <laughs> like when he says, all I got was suitcase, yell at me slower or in English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I may have actually said something extremely yeah. similar to that in my yeah. life. Uh, if you, if you don't know, my, my wife's a Francophone and we have had arguments um, because we've been together for 30 odd years. So we've had arguments, yeah. but I do like that. Um, yes. Yeah. Grandpa Walton. <laughs> I love how you call him Grandpa Walton. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa yes. Walton. With that mustache, he looks like Grandpa Walton. He really does. He really does. The funny thing is, you know, John Slattery is probably younger there than the guy who played Grandpa Walton was. Probably is. He probably is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when you see that Tom Cruise now is in his sixties, and yeah. Wilfred Brimley was younger than both of us are in exactly. Yeah. It's mild. And of course, now Stephanie, as we've noted, has decided that Dick's on his way to Big Sur with her. Yeah. And then we see Sally. She's she comes home, and it's just. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, but it's sad as hell. Yeah, it um, is. She walks in. What are you doing here? I missed you guys. So she's faking. She's acting like, well, she doesn't know if Bobby knows. Yeah. She has no idea, right? So I she's pre- trying I to presume, I presume she thinks Bobby doesn't. I think so, too. That's why would she say that, right? Because because Henry had to break a confidence to tell her. Yeah, so he's probably right. not told told Bobby. Yeah. Um, I missed you guys. I took the train. Uh, is it going to happen now? Poor Bobby yeah. says. Uh, then Gene's there. He looks like he's four. Uh, yeah. Gene should be like seven. I still don't understand this. Yeah, it's it's, it's the opposite of the sitcom syndrome. The sitcom syndrome, you have you have a baby, and the next season they're like five. 
or like what happened on uh, Home Improvement, where they had one boy being the older boy, except yeah. in season, between season one and season two, the one who was the younger boy grew up to be six feet tall. Yeah. So they said suddenly he's the older brother. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You kind of have to do such things now and then. Uh, he's lying down. That's all she can do. Ah, God damn. Uh, what happened in here? I was making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a fire. And, and it's probably grilled cheese because, like, what else could he make yeah, in a frying pan? Yeah, I think so. That's probably what it is. And, uh, and to be fair to Bobby, it is very easy to burn grilled cheese sandwich. If if you don't have experience with a yep. certain stove and a certain pan, yeah, yep. exactly. Um, get get the frying pan. I'll show you how to do it. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> that's really um, powerful because that's. Uh, First of all, there's the whole sibling thing. And, you know, I'm very close to my brother and my sister and I am the oldest. So, I mean, I realize we're all grown adults now, but uh, there's, to me, that was, that really felt real. That felt like a real thing. Like she's being, I'm the oldest sibling. I will take responsibility and do what I have to do. And she says, you know, I'm not going to Spain. So (laughs) it's not, it's going to be soon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As you note here, Sally is now an adult. Yes. She is. Yep. Um, <laughs> Don reading all the names of the various seminars, <laughs> psychokinetics, uh, anxiety and tension control, divorce, a creative experience. <laughs> it almost yeah. sounds like something you would, it'd be like three things that Karnak would read. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he yes. put up to his head and he'd say, you know, what is a scam? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I have very I have conflicting feelings about mm-hmm. these kind of places. Me too. Because I realize like getting together in that in a kind of retreat kind of way and sort of just sort of talking about things yeah. can be beneficial. Yeah. Yet this one sounds like shit. It's this the encounter group movement, which led to things like Est in the eighties. Yeah. Which is is a central theme in The Americans, another great show. Um, But the encounter group thing grows out of Carl Rogers' humanistic Mm -hmm. psychology, uh, which has is is a very sort of namby pamby thing that Scarborough did likes. Um, But the problem is that I don't know what ends up happening. A lot of these things is you get people that are sort of half trained, and we see that in a couple of. I think that's what I think that's what it is. Yeah, you get a lot of people who don't quite know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they end up doing more harm than good. It's kind of like you yeah. wouldn't go to just you or me for medical advice. Right, exactly. Exactly. Though I can probably like, I I banged my toe today and I figured out, oh, is it broken or not? No, it's yeah. not. That's yeah. about the extent of my medical knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, you know, and I know I know it's been very good because like, like I know I've doing a lot of stuff with Vietnam literature and stuff like sure. that, like, like oh, a lot of Vietnam veterans, a lot of good stuff too. Yep. like, like really did some, uh, some good work on sort of yep. dealing with their, their, well, I guess PTSD, yep. um, and, and stuff like that. So, yep. so, I mean, and that's the thing that annoys me about places like this <laughs> is they're taking something that could be really good and beneficial yeah. for somebody yeah. and then using it to, to kind of create a, a kind of artsy fartsy hippie scam. Yeah, you know, and I, I yes. and I'm I'm not as 
down on hippies as somebody like Oliver Rockside is. But this is this is what it nobody, is. It's like nobody is as down on hippies as Oliver Rockside that's true. is. That's true. You know, it's it's like it's like these are people who fo- see vulnerable people. Yeah. And they're feeding off them. They're, you know, they're. And um, I don't think they even know, know they're, they're feeding off them. them. No, exactly. That's and that's the thing is that's like, what makes it even more insidious, yeah. right? They they think <clears throat> they're being deep and you know they're yeah. pseudo intellectual. Pseudo intellectual. Right? Uh, yeah, we've we've mentioned pseudo intellectualism yeah. many it's, times. It's, in it's that kind of thing. This is kind <laughs> of pseudo hippiedom. Yeah, yeah. It's you it's know? like the episode of the Rockford Files where that one person says, "What's the sound of one hand clapping?" And, exactly. and Rockford slaps her across the face and says, "That's the sound of one hand clapping." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I could see John Hamm playing Rockford. That's all I'm saying in a reboot. Um, uh, yeah, I probably I could. Think he, I think he could do I it. Probably could. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd have yeah. to see him in a little bit more comedic roles. Uh, oh, you Good should be, you know, because you should watch uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. He's okay. he's a major major character there. He's the character okay. who I haven't seen that. So he he, uh, he oddly enough, it's a sitcom based on an idea that a crazy evangelical uh, kidnaps three women and makes them live in a bunker. Right. And I know that doesn't sound funny. You should see the show. It's very funny. Yeah. And he's very good at it. Because I, I, I could see him as like a, in a Raymond Chandler kind of thing, like a Philip Marlowe. Oh, yeah, totally. Thing, thing, you know, but Rockford needs that kind of self-deprecating humor. Yeah, yeah. you you, you really like, like, oh, shit, yeah. I've got myself into this situation again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Why am I always being punched in the face? That's right. <laughs> uh, God, I love Rockford. Um, you too. Roger talks to Joan. Uh, and he's been revising as well. He comes over and he tells her that. And Ellery's in the background and he's watching Sesame Street. And I, it's like, it's like I'm there again. It's like, oh my God, they're the adults talking while I was watching Sesame Street. Uh, and it's uh, half of it's going to Ellery and half of it's going to Kevin, his fortune. Uh, Greg had twins with some nurse. <laughs> Freaking Greg. I like yeah. how just the, the la- last episode, we still got to think just to remind us, Joe married an asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He breaks the news to Joan here um, about about Marie, uh, and, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's okay. Everybody seems to think it's fine. Yeah, which I think it's kind of great. Yeah, I like I like she she says uh, he he asks uh, you know is is Greg being a problem? She said no. Greg is just a terrible person. <laughs> It's a really yeah. good line. Yeah, yeah you're is. right. He is just a terrible person. Yeah. He's been, <laughs> we've been seeing that. He raped her in Don's office. He screws around on her. Oh no, he's bad. He's bad yep. news. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised. Nobody cares <laughs> about about. And there's the sexual liberation thing yep. getting moving from the counterculture into the culture, right? Exactly. Yep. Um, get over here, you little rich bastard. No, oh, I guess he really is. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely line. Well done. See, the thing I like about Roger is he delivers that line. Like, like you could deliver that line two ways. One of them would be, I have thought of this on the way over and I will say it. And the other one is the way this is done, which is, I just thought of this. Boy, am yeah. I ever clever. Yes. <laughs> I like, I like that better. A lot better. Um, uh, yeah, we're in the home stretch at this point, even though we're only halfway through, uh, yeah. they're at the retreat now. Uh, it's getting real. Uh, and that's, as I note here, a real place. Uh, they walk around the, the old walk around the room exercise, which I've done actually. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I guess learning to communicate is a good thing. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and Don's clearly not into it. I mean, he's walking around yeah. with his arms crossed. 
I'm surprised he isn't smoking, uh, but he's, he's, a, you know, just like, hey, okay, whatever. And that woman pushes him. And I, I, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I was surprised. I was kind of shocked the first time I saw the episode that that happened because yeah. everybody else so hugging and touching each other's faces and yeah. all that other stuff. But uh, that was appropriate. I thought, I thought that was good. Yes. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's I have no problems with that. Fine. is an it's exercise. Okay. Yeah. Um, then we see Joan and Peggy out for lunch. Uh, now I love this Harris yeah. Olsen productions. I really wanted Peggy to do this. Oh, didn't you? I mean, yes, it, it would have been great. Like I could have, I could see a whole other series and yeah. it's the seventies and it's Harris Olsen productions. Yeah. Right? That show writes itself. It does. Uh, you could have little cameos now and then, <laughs> you know, they could talk about other, they could now and then still do things for Kenny. Oh yeah. yeah. It'd be great. Um, I like when she says, uh, and you know, well, I have to find somebody else then. And she says, you know, no, not for the partnership. The partnership's for you. Yeah. This is great because Joan is finally saying to Peggy, you're my equal. Yeah. Which she never would say before. So that's pretty cool. No. Oh God. Group therapy. Um, again, again, group therapy run by people who are. Who know how to Competent. run group therapy sessions. Yes. <laughs> yes. People who are actual trained psychologists can do this and it can do yeah. great things for people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like that quack back in Chicago. Back in Chicago. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was a shiny dime and whoever can figure that out first. Uh, yeah. Stephanie tells her story and she says, you know, and it's, she had told, like, I, I feel like everyone's judging, judging you. Um Life is full of shoulds. That's one of those things they all say. Those half-trained hacks. The problem, the problem I have here, because 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 we see two of them. Yep. And I'm far happier with the second one. Mm-hmm. This one just seems so aggressive. Yep. Right? Like, like they are judging her. <laughs> oh, god damn it, are they judging her? Right. Because yeah. because then they, they immediately instead of like sort of letting Stephanie sort of talk about her feelings and all that kind of stuff and, and yeah. working through things. They immediately turn to somebody else and say, how does that make you feel? And, 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 you know, I didn't write it down, but I thought in my head, who the fuck cares how it makes her feel? It's we're not, talk, we're talking about Stephanie. Yes. And it's not, who cares what Angie thinks? Exactly. Right? Um, cause and Angie's, yeah. and Angie's a bitch anyway, but, uh, you know, as we find out, yes, it's like, I don't like it very much. Well, who cares? Yeah. Um, right. We're not you talking know, about it's, you. It's immaterial. And exactly. you see, the thing is, how does it make you feel is that's a technique. And yeah. it, there, there's, there's some interesting techniques you can use when you're doing this. And I, I know just enough to damage somebody. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit more than these people. So how does it make you feel? Uh, can you say that again in a different way? And yeah. the other thing you can do is literally just say exactly the same thing back to somebody. It's called yeah. mirroring. And when they hear somebody else say their words, people go, oh, shit, I just said that. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. I, I, you're right. I said, that's a weird thing I just said. Um, but you don't do that typically in front of a whole bunch of other people. It's, a, yeah. you know, I ran a group session. It was just a discussion session among people who were losing their vision. Right. Okay. Because I don't have good vision. So, and they said, oh, yeah. So I did this. And I, I remember I, I warned people. I said, I am not a psychologist. Well, I actually am, but it's a complicated yeah. story, but I'm not the yeah. right kind. Yeah. Um, but I remember saying to a guy something. He said, I, he, he thought his friends wouldn't talk to him anymore. And I said, you think your friends wouldn't talk to you anymore? And I just did exactly that thing. And the guy com- completely broke down and he said, it's ridiculous that I think that is it. And I thought, oh, shit, this is powerful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and 
this is wrong the way this yeah. is done, but it's, this is what happens in these situations with people who don't have really rigorous training in clinical psychology. Yeah. Um, yeah cause, cause what happens here is they say, how does that make you feel? And then they completely either ignore how she feels yeah. or makes her feel bad for feeling those feelings. Yeah. So can I talk about like, something? My yeah. mom left me. Well, yeah. yeah, your mom's so fine. Your mom left you. That's really shitty. And she probably shouldn't have done that. And that's horrible. But you know what? She isn't with the kid anymore. And the kid's a newborn. The kid's going to never know her. It doesn't yeah. freaking matter. And the kid's probably in a better place. Almost certainly. Like, like, like she's the kid is probably going to have, I think it's a son, isn't it? He's, he's probably going to have a better life than living with Stephanie. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah. Right. Cause she doesn't want to have a kid. Like she probably wouldn't be a very good mom, you know, in the same, in the same way that Margaret gave up Ellery. Exactly. That, right. And Ellery probably best for Ellery. Ellery is now with Brooks and yep. with, with Mona and, and he's a rich bastard now. <laughs> he's fine. Oh God. Um, if it's, is it okay if I'm telling you how this is making me feel? No, it is not. Okay. No. Go to hell. Yeah. Um, and then that's when Don says, don't listen to them. You weren't, yeah. I love this line. You weren't raised with Jesus. You don't know what happens when people believe in things. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I, that is so mid-century American existential novel that it's yeah. like that could be lifted out of Barth or Hemingway. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, it's, when people believe things, that's great. You've never been yeah. raised with people who believe things. That's <laughs> so good. Even though it's a very serious point he's trying to make. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you're not my family. What's wrong with you? She says. And I, I'm glad she says that because she finally does say, you know, what is your problem? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and he says, you can put this behind you. You will get this will get easier as you move forward. You could steal someone's identity. He didn't throw that in, but that's yeah. implied. <laughs> it is good, though. Yeah. And these that's that's it's awful. Um if you don't with Peggy, we go to show, we saw, see Peggy's office and the dress that she walked in carrying that box of stuff and Cooper's painting that's on yep. the, uh, in a dry cleaning bag on the wall, which is yep. nice touch. Um, uh, Peggy lays out the old uh, Joan, the Joan opportunity. Um, she says, I've got nothing else to prove. Or he says, yeah, I've got nothing else, else to prove. <laughs> and then she says, spoken like a failure. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Dude, what a horrible thing to say to your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you're really drunk. You're going to need an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good line. It's a good line. Uh, we got a quick hit of Stephanie coming in with a lantern. I, I don't know what that was in service of. I don't know. I think it's just yeah. her showing that she's leaving, I guess. But she wasn't leaving. That's the thing. I, I, I went back. I think she was just coming to bed. Maybe she's out walking Could around be. or something, you know? I, they don't have electricity because, you know, electricity is evil. Yeah, because that's been a real problem, man. Yeah, that's, that's a real problem, man. It's like, you know. That's the part of hippies I don't like. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, that's that's where all the hang-ups come from, man. <laughs> no, that's not where it comes from, you <laughs> dummy. It, it's not electricity. Uh, it's not the problem. Uh, we get Joan and Richard. Richard's not happy. Uh, I didn't think he would be because. No, no. Yeah, possessive dickhole, as I've written here. Yes, dickhole, by the way, is a great put down. Uh, I've been yes. using it a lot since I've been watching Archer. I really like it. Yeah. Um, the phone ringing tension is so great. I know. <laughs> and of course, again, you may be watching this going, "Well, why didn't it go to voicemail?" Because no one had voicemail. Yeah, no folks. one had voicemail. It had it, it rang until and, the person hung up. Yep. It just rang and rang, or you may have, maybe you rented one of those expensive new fancy machines like Jim Rockford did. True. 
right? True, true. Remember when you got your first answering machine and you thought you were just like great? Yeah, well, you're cool. Yeah, you're cool. I literally mentioned Rockford when we got our first answering machine. I yep. wanted to say, hello, yep. this is Jim Rockford as our yep. message, but that didn't. And you had, yeah, but the only problem is you had to buy those very little cassettes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, micro cassettes. <laughs> Oh man. You know, our, 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 our 15 to 20, um, audience is going, what, what are you talking about? Old man? <laughs> That's right. They've been saying that to me for years, buddy. Yeah. I, know. Uh, I, I guess know. you too, probably. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he says, you're making a choice. Yeah. You're right. Richard. She yep. is. Women can do things, Richard. It's wacky, yeah. isn't it? People, people can make, cho- women can make choices. It's crazy. Isn't it? People what, can ne- do, women can do what they want. Imagine. What's the, what's the next thing? Are they going to demand equal rights? I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, we gave them the vote. What more do they want? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gave them the vote. What more do they want? <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, good riddance to Richard, but I'd watch yep. a show with Lee Greenwood playing Richard. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, 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 I'd watch Richard Greenwood yeah, almost exactly. anything. I, I'd love it. Um, Stephanie's left and we see bearded naked guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love bearded naked guy. He's just sitting there. Yeah. Naked. And like, he's, he, you know? he, I don't know who that actor is, but he's in, uh, he was in uh Fleabag and he was very funny okay. in Fleabag. So if, if you've seen that, um, I just find him funny. Yeah. Uh, my friend took the car and we, uh, you know, I didn't know it. Well, bearded naked guy says, I didn't know it was be a, th- I didn't know you, 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 you needed her man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my friend took the car. Oh, we yeah. can get you a car in a couple of days. People just come and go and no one says goodbye. People are free to come and go as they please, which has been a running yeah. line. People just come and go as they please in the last yeah. couple of seasons. And by the way, the woman saying that is Anna. I don't know how you pronounce this name. Osceola, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they met her and John Hamm met on this right. episode and they're still a, a thing. They're still Ooh. together. Still together. Yeah, and she's half his age, but That's they fine. seem happy, so good for them. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah, because this is a time when things are changing and people are free to come and go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know it right. sounds weird. Yeah, it's wacky. That people, people had a problem with people just coming and going. Uh, you know, especially when we're living in, you know, I know, I know this is, they weren't in 2022, but when, no. when we had like these kind of, everything was documented you could find anybody you know you, had, yeah. you know i mean we in the 80s we i we'd go off on our bike rides and we'd be gone for the whole day and my parents didn't know where the hell we were we could be lying dead in a ditch and it's like oh well you know <laughs> well you know i don't know where is he yeah. i don't know yeah <laughs> so so the idea that she could just leave just seems to stagger dawn yeah it's like what yeah. she could just go when if she wants how is that a thing yeah exactly i have a person person to person call from donald draper um, of course, Peggy accepts the charges. What are you doing? I have no idea. Don't you want to work on Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Don then confesses, and this is, these are big because he, you know, um, I'm not the man you think I am. Yep. I broke all my vows. I scandalized my child. Uh, and this is the big thing when he says to her, I took a mother man's name and made nothing of it. I called because I've never said goodbye to you. And that was when I thought, oh my God, maybe he will die. I mean, I figured he wouldn't, but it's like they're setting that up. And that was really powerful. And again, Moss and Hammer is so great here. Um, 
but that's another part that really broke me up. And when he said, I scan the thing that kicked me really kicked me in the, in the gut was when he said, I scandalized my child because everyone else he's talking about are adults. Yeah. And while he's broken a law stealing Dick Whitman's or Don Draper's identity. And while he did screw around on, on Betty Draper and he shouldn't have done that. That's all doing things to adults. He also yeah. did something to his own kid. Yeah. <clears throat> and that, uh, him admitting those things to her is, is really amazing. Um, yeah, John Ham, he can act. Just saying. And, yeah, it also shows the relationship between them. And how it's grown too, right? Yeah. Like he's totally open with her. Cause because as we said from the beginning, this is re- this isn't the story of Don Draper. No, it's not. This is the story of Don Draper and Peggy Olson. Mm-hmm. And here we see the kind of the two of them kind of coming together. Yeah. You know, and recognizing that their their lives are intertwined in a way that I don't think either of them realize. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't think that they even, right. they, they, they put it together. Uh, I think Don I, I does at this moment did. though. Yes. Yeah, I, I think, think he does. Don does at this moment. No. And because Peggy still sees this as, where are you? Why don't you come yeah. back? Would you want to work on Coca-Cola? It's like, yeah. um, I'm calling from a weird retreat in Northern yeah. California. Yeah. Pretty great. Um, uh, yeah. Peggy tells Stan about Don. Uh, Peggy then apologizes to Stan. Uh, yeah. every, every time I'm face to face with you, I want to strangle you. <laughs> yeah. All I want to do is be with you. I want to be with you. I'm in love with you. Now, this is a somewhat controversial thing among some of the fandom because it's just total fan service. There's this is this is oh, this, yeah. this is completely unnecessary. Yeah. This is not important. No. And I'm here for it. I have no problem. <laughs> yeah, normally I have a problem with these things because it's like it's like men and women can just be friends. Yes. Right. But, uh, uh, you know, and what I have noticed is at least they didn't do the will they, won't they thing, which really can annoy me. No, that I, that right. does bother me. Yeah. The one person chasing the other. And then when they get yeah. interested, the, the it switches and the other person's not interested. The yeah. Sam and Diane kind of thing. Yeah. I don't like that as much as yeah. I love cheers. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, I often find it very creepy because usually one person's sort of pursuing somebody. Yeah, it, it is. It and is I, a bit creepy now if you look back on it, and, you know. You ever watch those those friends supercuts that have no no they they've taken out all the laughs? Yeah. It's really disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, I, 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 that, I like And this. there are a few things in cheers where you look at it and you go, man, that 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 was kind of homophobic. Yeah. Oh, you kinda. Oh like, yeah. Oh, Lots of that. Lots of that. Uh dear. <laughs> it's not good. Um I was, I want, yeah, you can even watch things that are only, they say 10 years old. I love 30 rock. One of my favorite shows along with Mad Men, yeah. but I'll tell you something. There are bits of that and that show ended in 2013 and I go, yeah. Ooh, that's bad. Nope. Nope. No, oh, no, no, even more than that. Cause there's one part where Liz Lemon yells at, don't you want to know how Mad Men ended? Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Cause in the same show, Liz Lemon's fa- mother says, I moved to New York in 1962 and got a job at Sterling Cooper. Uh-huh. Which is kind of great. Uh, I, I like this. I don't care. I think they yeah, belong together I'm and I'm fine with it. Um, oh, good. The bad therapist is back. Um, have oh, you taken yeah. something? <laughs> I, I, as I wrote here, uh, Dawn should have said, well, lady, I've literally taken everything you could ever think of yeah. um, in my life. But he does say, I, I can't move. Um, and she says, come to me to my next seminar. So I, yeah. I don't want to go in late. So should they go in? 
And I mean, calling it a seminar, first of all, let's, <laughs> let's just talk about calling it a seminar. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Please go ahead. Like, like that, that's what we do. We give seminars, right? That's, that's not a, that's, that's a, that's a thing that, you know, is not conducive to, you know, like, like, you know, we talked about the Vietnam, that's, they refer to it as a rap session. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, just, just talking, just saying, we're not doing anything. We're, this is not a seminar. It sounds like they're being lectured to and yep. you know, all this and they're being graded, which of course they are, um, or at least very, at the very least judged. They're being judged. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, that's what we do. That's, that's an academic thing. That's right? our you job. Know? Don't take exactly. my goddamn job. We're here to judge you people. Exactly. All right. That's, Nobody that's else why, can do that. That's why right. we're called Dr. Broadbeck and Dr. Cloutier. Right, exactly. So so like a rap session, that's cool. We're just sitting down. It's even, if there's, even if there's somebody leading it. Yep. Right? We're, all we're doing is just sitting and talking. Yep. Right? That's all we're doing. We're not doing anything. Yep. We're, and that that's that part's cool, but it's to call it a seminar. It's like, Don't call it a seminar. On. It's, it's like whenever they call the things that we do like at work when they say, well, we should have a retreat. Yeah. And my, first of all, my line is always the same, which is yeah. retreat. Hell, yeah. I just got here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> there's like two, now that Herndon's left the university, there's only one person left that gets the reference. <laughs> well, luckily I'm in the English department. None of us like each other. So we, 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 we never, we never say we want to have a treat because the, Eng- the English department hate each- hates each other. And I'm not joking either. No, there, I believe was, you. There was one member of the English department who, who was next in line to be ahead. Mm-hmm. be chair because nobody wants to be chair so oh no it's, you know, it's it, it blows they just rotated it yep but there was another section of the English department that hated this person so much that even though it was her turn mm-hmm. and nobody else wanted to do it mm-hmm. they still made sure she didn't get it of course yeah yes. so yes. nothing so, better than in- petty politics exactly. among know-it-alls exactly and so there's no no retreats in the English department yep good stuff a lot of drinking um, but a lot of drinking <laughs> well that's that's graduate school we'll do that to you yes a friend of mine once said, uh, "Graduate school, you'll end up with one of three bad habits: you'll drink too much, smoke too much, or or or, or drink too much coffee." And somehow Broadbeck has all of them. Yeah. Um, not more, uh, right? Oh, look! And like I said, bad therapist. And she goes up. Um, oh, naked guys now in a bad red jumpsuit. The seventies. I, I, I like that. I like that jumpsuit. <laughs> see, I somehow can see you in it. I, I don't yeah. know why it would work on you, but I'm not sure it even would. But yeah. next MMPR, you should probably wear that. Wear right. a bad I'll, I'll red try jumpsuit. and see if I can. And then we see Leonard, uh, by the way, that same actor was in West Wing and, and as Ned in season six and seven, kind of an important character. Um, now, see, this is the one where I think it works. Oh, yeah, it really works. Right. This is you know, really good because all they do is they let Leonard talk. Yep. Nobody says, well, how does that make you feel? Can I tell you how that makes me feel? It's like, no, 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 no. Let Shut up Leonard and listen to Leonard talk. Yep. And, By the way, uh, I'm Leonard. I'm Leonard. Yeah, I think I think we both are Leonard. Yeah. I think we both. Yeah, I, I've I've been in rooms and where people have forgotten that I was in the room. <laughs> the uh, the one of the things that I mean, Matt Weiner's basically our age, and yeah. he understands middle aged white man angst, which. Yeah. That sounds like I'm putting it down and I'm not. No, no. Um, it's a real thing. Every yeah. set of people have different kinds of angst. And that's a th- he's Leonard's having a very common thing people have when they get into their 50s. Yeah. Uh, which is this idea of what have I accomplished? You know, and that's that's a very common thing, especially for men to think about. Yeah, especially at this time. 
and I'm just going to say that, yeah. society is going through such a big change because a lot, a lot of middle-aged men, and again, you know, we, 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 sometimes that's, this is a bad thing, but it can also be, I don't want to say a good thing, but an understandable oh, thing yeah. is like, people told me to do this. I did it. Yeah. And now things have changed. Mm -hmm. They've changed the rules. They've changed the goalposts. So now I'm 55. I've done all these things that people have told me to do. Yeah. And I'm screwed. Yeah. Because I'm 55. I can't change. Yeah. Right. Like, like I'm 55 now. Right. Yeah. I am who I am. <laughs> yeah. There's not right? going to be a whole lot of mo movement there. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, yes, I can change ideas and, and see things in new ways and stuff. But essentially, my personality is my personality. It's pretty much baked in at this point. Yeah. Like me or, or not, I am who I am. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And, and now you're, so if you're thinking of somebody like Len and there are all these changes happening. Yeah. Even if Len is for all these changes, yeah, exactly, it's like the world I I was preparing for is no longer there, <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with that. It's and it, you know he must feel like, and I think a lot of men around that age felt that way at that yeah. time because you you aren't in the exciting set of people who are in their thirties. No, no, <laughs> you know who could say, well. It's the young people doing this, but I'm only 32. I can yeah. I can be hip with the scene. Yeah, I can be hip. I can be hip with the scene. Um, yeah, I think about gee, 1970. My dad would have been 27 and a and a right. and a sort of junior executive at a bank. Right. And he'd right. be like, he was kind of hip with the scene and down with the, yeah. with the street as much as uh, <laughs> as much as he ever was. Yeah. You know, but he wore bell-bottom pants and wide ties and yeah. he was cool and all this stuff. But I think about you know the guys probably 10 years older than him were like yeah. Leonard going. What the fuck is going on? I was supposed to do all this stuff and I did it. And then now my wife has agency and she's left me. Yeah. And I'm still wearing my fedora. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the part where when you see Don get, when he says, and then no, no one cares that I'm gone. Um, when Don gets up and he goes to hug him, what did you think was going to happen when he stood up? Did you think he was going to go hug him or? You know, I thought he was going to hug. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think anything else either. I, I, I cause well, I mean, again, because I know it's getting to near, near the end of the season, near yeah. the end of the series. I like, I know something big has something to big's going to happen. He's not going to kill the guy. Right. Yeah. And, and it, if it, so it was like, if he leaves, yeah, then he's going to die. Yes. Right. Like, like if that's the way they're going with it, if, if Don leaves yeah. the meeting, then he's going off somewhere to die. To die. Yeah, that's right. If he doesn't, if he stays and he hugs the guy, then there's going to be some kind of spiritual rebirth, sort yeah. of existential rebirth of Don Draper or Dick Whitman. Or Dick Draper or Don Whitman or whatever Dick, he's going to yeah, call whatever. himself from now on. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a neat scene. And it it um the waterworks has start whenever I watch that. And, and I'd also like to point out now, I know part of this is because it's Don's story and he's the of main course. character who's driving, driving thing. But did you notice none of the other characters no. did anything? They did they sweet did, fuck all. They, they just sat nothing. there. They just sat there yep. because they didn't know what to, how to deal with it. Because Don doesn't they, know how to deal with it either. But he has, Don is it a, it's funny. He's been spending the whole of the 1960s, all the time we've spent with him, he's been spending most of that time being a ball of pent up rage that he keeps yeah. really pushed down because he had a really shitty childhood. Yeah. 
and a whole shitty life until he literally killed his CEO and took his identity. <laughs> like, that's pretty bad. So all that stuff. And it's, you know, he, he knows how to, he's finally letting his emotion out in a good way. And it's, yeah. it's a, Cause, it's a cause, powerful Cause I, I can see the kind of thought process in Don's head right, right now. Yeah. I don't know what to do, but the very least I need to let this guy know that he's not alone, but this guy needs a hug. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Sh- tell him that he's not alone. And what does Don always say? You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And this time he means it. Yeah. You know, it's pretty special. You know, and, we, and we also see that, you know, it, it goes from the, when they were walking around and he wouldn't hug the, 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 the woman. Now he's hugging the guy. And so yeah. now, you know, again, because it is, it, it is more authentic. It, and, and would a man and think about Don Draper season, does Don Draper season one ever hug another man? Not a chance no. in hell. No. Yep. Uh, Pete's off to Wichita. They're going on the Learjet. Okay. I like it because I think it's nice for truly yeah. to get a happy. <laughs> well, yeah, that concerned true. about Pete. No, uh, I still think they'll be divorced. From Peggy. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be divorced by the time Peggy is a creative director. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Oh, and Jonas started her company. Holly oh, Harris. Great. This is great. And she uses her two names, which yeah. are her two, you know, Holloway and Harris. Her two. They're both married names. We, yeah. we eventually found out, but. It's so nice. And I like how the babysitter who is the, you know, the student who's the babysitter is now also her secretary. It's yeah. superb. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. It's just great. Um, and then we see uh, Roger and uh, Marie and they're in Paris. If you see in the yeah. background, there's the, the Eiffel Tower. So Marie's going to show them around France because we've established she's French and not Canadian. Yes. Yep. Uh, one day this will be us. And <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> nice line now roger then says he says um uh du omar which is two lobster uh bouteille de champagne which is a and i'm trying i'm doing a bad accent here just to yeah. let everybody know bouteille so de champagne a bottle of champagne pour mon mère, which is, it sounds like it should be for my mother except that what he says there is he should be saying pour ma mère because yeah. Ma, uh, the, 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 um, Feminine. there's no agreement with the, with the, the gender of the, of the noun. Yeah. And I'll tell you something, um, people, French speaking people find that uproariously funny. Yeah. Okay. He's doing that on purpose. Right. Um, like he's, he's totally doing that on purpose because they've been together now for a little while. He has learned a little bit about grammatical gender. Yeah. Roger's not stupid. Uh, he probably, he also lived in France, right? Remember that yep. he was like he Hemingway. So he doesn't, yep. he knows that. But he did that. I'm sure he did it on purpose just to get to her because you could yeah. see that like she hits him. You know, I I, I love it. I, I because misgendering nouns is something like francophones just find funny, which. OK. Um, and it's funny. Eventually, when you speak enough French, you find it funny, too. You go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Betty's having a smoke and Sally is cleaning up. Um, yeah. You know what? Frankly, at that point. Who cares? Smoke yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, what's going to do, killer? Like, yeah, exactly. If they're only 15 cents a pack. Yeah, <laughs> get a couple yeah of cards. exactly. <laughs> uh, and Peggy's typing and stands there, and that's just really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, And then uh, you called this um, when they're sitting there doing the sun salutation ceremony, and we hear ding, which is a bell that somebody's ringing. And yes. then we hear the bell again. And then we hear the iconic ad, which is 
quite possibly the best ad ever made. Oh, um, it, it's, it, I know I'm being manipulated, but I don't care. Yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. It's like I'm watching this going, this is Coca-Cola telling me to be all brothers yeah, and sisters yeah, yeah. among people who all have different skin colors and cultures and they're all holding bottles that are all spelled differently with different yeah. alphabets yeah. and different words and there's black people and white people together in asia yeah. and you know what i don't give a shit i know i'm being manipulated it's a great ad it is it is a great ad and you know and again you know one of those sort of iconic things too yeah right and, like there yeah. are certain ads that become iconic and you know like any anybody of our generation you know, just say, I'd like to teach the world to sing. Perfect. Harmony. They know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right. You know, they'll, they'll come up with the next line. I like to buy the world a Coke and keep, and it, keep company. it company. <laughs> I know exactly. It's like, yeah, I yeah. know all the words, man. Yeah, and it's exactly. not just because I've seen Mad Men this no. many times. No. Um, it's something that, and then I thought about what does this mean? And Matt Weiner has been very clear that Dawn made the ad. Right. The ad was actually made by Bob Barker, who was, who was yeah. Dawn's kind of based on him in a way. He's right. based on a few people, but that's one of the people he's based on. He's also based on David Ogilvy and a few other people. Right. Um, but the ad was actually made, if you believe Bob Barker, and I have no reason to not believe yeah, him. Sure. Um, it was done out of, I mean, he was trying to sell Coke, but he yeah. was actually trying to say something good. Yeah. He really, truly yeah. was, yeah. and that's doesn't happen very often. Um, and then they had the they had that one at Christmas where where all the people yeah. uh, were were together, and then it pulls back, and it's a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah. Like, oh man! And like you said, I know I'm being manipulated. I'm being sold something, yeah. but I can all I can be sold something and not be pissed off about it. Yeah. You know, and that's the whole thing. You know, Don was always saying, aren't there ads for people who are who don't have senses of humor, you know, for people yeah. who are serious? Yeah. And that's a serious ad. It is. And it I don't is. know if you noticed the number of people in that ad that look like people throughout the finale. The woman at the end who's singing looks just like Stephanie. There's the girl in the yeah. pigtails that looks like Don Draper's or John Hamm's actual real life girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them. And I think now this is my take on this. What they're saying is Don goes back to McCann, writes the ad, and the ad it's it is a McCann ad, by the yeah. way. Um, but he does he goes back to McCann, he writes the ad, and he has integrated something, and it's not he, I don't I don't take this a lot. Some people take this as oh, he's cynically just figured out how he can manipulate people. He's always done that. Yeah, I think he also has found some peace. Yeah. That's my take. Yeah, because I mean, as you said. He doesn't need to learn to to cynically manipulate. That's what he people. does for a living. Yeah. Right. The whole you know uh, Kodak thing. Yeah. Right. With the carousel and stuff. That was that was. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Right now he believes it. And he believes it, and he does something that's authentic. I mean, that's yeah. the thing, right? Like yeah. it was, and I I don't know that people understand. This song was re-recorded a couple of times and became hits yeah. both times. I mean, cause, cause, you know, as, as a communist, as, as somebody on the left, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of advertising, Sure, but there was a time where advertising actually tried to do something good. Yeah. Right. Not, not anymore. Cause no, now it's just ne neoliberal hacks have gotten. Well, and all it is on, now is it, it's, know. it's so pinpoint yeah. accurate. Exactly. It's, it's, it's Harry Crane is what's happening. Exactly. So now exactly. they know what I, you know, uh, there's nothing I like more than on my iPhone saying, please do not share my browsing with other 
other apps. I don't yeah. want your targeted ads, asshole. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I've seen the future, and it's Harry Crane. Yeah, it uh, really is. Oh man, <laughs> that's know. a good line. I'm going to use that yeah. at some point. Go ahead. Yeah, Feel I'm going to write that down right now because that's that's. Okay. I'm, going, I'm going up. That's. Uh, I've seen the future. And it's Harry Crane. And it's Harry. It is Harry Crane. I'm just because that's going on Twitter. I'm just I gotta yeah. that's that's what, what I put to the post for this. That's nice I line. mean, that's not to say that all advertising was trying to do stuff that was good. Oh god, no. So when, he, rela- when he says he was trying to do exerciser. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when he when he says he was trying to do something good, I believe him. I do too. Right. I, I, you know, I, I believe that that's what he was trying to do. I, I do. I do too. And it was a remarkable thing. And I, I don't think people understand that, you know, two years previous, you didn't see, think about this in the show. Pete says that they want Admiral television to advertise to black people and they should have yeah. ads with black people and white people in them. And Admiral television are like, Oh no. And the one guy yeah. says, I think that's illegal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and now there's an ad with, with people. Would you have expected Don Draper to come up with this? idea of people living in peace and harmony and all people of all colors and all linguistic backgrounds and no that's not who he was this is who he's become he's become a better person he he needed to go through this existential crisis yes and then i and i'm on your side i think he's found some peace yeah i think he's still probably a jerk i think he probably still marries and divorces four other women and cheats on all of them sure you know i think he smokes three packs a day till he dies sometime in eh, 1990. Um, yeah. All that stuff. Um, my guess about Sally is that Sally, Sally might, this is completely my head canon is that Sally becomes a human rights lawyer and prosecutes war criminals at the Hague. Mm. I have no idea why. Mm. I just imagine that she's awesome. So, <laughs> so maybe she'll get Putin. Um, Bobby, who knows what happens to him? He's probably yeah. just running around with a pot on his head. And Gene yeah. is still somehow four years old in yep. 2022. Yep. <laughs> All right. What did I miss, Steve? Um, as it's the last episode. Yeah. Two things. Of course. Uh-huh. As per usual. Yes. Um, the first our the, custom. Yep. The first one is the thing with Kenny. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about Kenny is he's the only character yeah. up until maybe at the end with, with Peggy who treats Joan like a, like a real human being. Yeah. Right. Cause he thinks, cause, cause think of all the people he could go to when he wants to do this, he, but he thinks, no, 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 Joan would really be good at this. Joan. Could, yeah. Cause she could, right. she could do like logistics. She could put exactly. things together. Yeah. You know, he, he more than anybody else, I think recognizes her talent i think you're right perhaps even more than she does at that point yep i think you're right right you know um and the second one is kind of along the same lines when stan Stan is talking to peggy and one of the things that stan is trying to get across to her is like just how just how good she is yeah and he says stop looking over your shoulder Right. Like, you know, here we got and and again, I mean, it, it can be a little bit condescending um, that we have these two men sort of telling this to them. <laughs> yeah. But sure. but in 1970, it's 1970. Exactly. Right. You know, that's that's you know, it's like, no, 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 you don't. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, Roger said that when you know he says, who told you that? Right. Yeah. It's, it's those kind of things like like sometimes people don't realize just how good they are and especially if they they're from a group who's been downtrodden for so long exactly yeah. exactly because they're, they're so used to trying to prove themselves yeah 
that they're always doing it. You know, and they're so used to having to having to be better than all the other all the white men because if yeah. they're not better than all the white men then they're not going to be seen as because they're only seen as equal to all the white men when they're better than all the white men exactly you know exactly yeah. and, and and i think that it comes from kenny is yeah. important because he's he's the guy who always seemed like the outsider yeah he did right like you said you know he's probably the one writing mad men yeah i think right? he is right you know what i mean yeah. yeah you know and and stan like well, we know what Stan was like with Peggy before. He's a jerk. He's like exactly, a, yeah, and now awful. he's kind. He's you know, he's kind. I don't want to say it was his story, but he's kind of moved as a character for sure, right? You know, and he sees her for who she is. That's right. Um, you know, and and it's important that he sees that. Yeah, because he was he was one of the people who so at times meanly and, and crudely you know, just dismissed her and oh, yeah. dismissed her talent. And now there's him, you know, saying, now there's him saying you have such a rare talent, like literally exactly. using those words. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I think, I think it's significant that he is the one that says it. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I, the next time that we talk uh, on this podcast, we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll hopefully we can get Cliff back. His phone's messed up. So I hope we can do that and we can do uh, a review of review. Well, talk. Let's talk about the whole suit, the whole series. Sure, what the hell, right? Well. Yeah. Me as well. Eh? Uh, that'll get us to a hundred episodes, which allows us for big, big syndication money. All right. All right. Um, Steve and I do have a project coming up. Uh, some hints have been dropped in this episode. Uh, not on purpose. It just happened. It was organic. Yep. organic. Uh, it's, and we'll be talking about a TV show and it's a TV show. We both watched this. time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we mentioned it before. It's, it, I, there's no spoiler. No, we don't yep. have to worry about spoilers. And um, it's from the seventies. Cause we've both seen it. We're both huge fans of big it. Fans. So. Big fans. You know, one um, of my favorite actors. Me too. Stars in it. And he's also he's been in a couple of my favorite movies, as well as a, yes. one of my favorite TV shows. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Uh, one of one in one of my favorite movies of him, he has this really great, um, these great great scenes with Harry Morgan. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I, I'm a huge fan of Harry Morgan too. So you know, it's like so that's one of, that the, you could you could take out all the other parts of that movie and just have him and Harry Morgan talking to each other, and I I would be a happy guy. One of my favorite things that he ever did was there's a movie he did where graham hill was in it mm-hmm. and you don't need most people probably even know who graham hill is and i'll just leave that yeah. where it is yeah. um before i say that you can follow me uh on twitter at d broadback for now until they shut that until musk completely runs it into the ground and it dies and you can follow him at doc pinko and there's other podcasts we both do i just want to say um thank you thank you for doing this with me oh, thank you um this may sound it is it's completely irrational but i this show means a great deal to me for some reason i don't know why that happened but it does Mm -hmm. um and to share that with somebody uh and to become somebody's a friend and to become better friends with them yeah definitely the show is really cool yeah and i just want to thank you very much for that it means no problem like because like i say i really i did this because i wanted to do something with you oh gee that's so kind and so you know okay uh, we will see you when Cliff's phone is better <laughs> next time on this yes. podcast. <laughs> and then in the new year, um, 
we'll see you with something else. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no point doing anything anything over Christmas. No, because we'll be busy. Breaks and stuff. Who's going to listen? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to listen over Christmas? Exactly. Enjoy your family. Yes, I think have a drink for us. Have a drink for us. Have a drink. Have an old fashioned. Here's you can hear the ice cubes left from mine. Uh, On that note, uh, I will see you next time, Steve. And I'm about to send you an invite to the mad to the madman out to lunch with Roger Sterling. I I will. I will. I will join that now. All right. See you later. All right. I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Sing with me. mouse pointer there it is okay <laughs> i should i should leave that part in where's my fucking mouse pointer um and... hello hello peggy pizza house